Speaking of the NBA, Scoop Jackson, ESPNChicago.com, NBA insider. He's standing by here on the Huge Show across Michigan. Welcome back, my friend. Welcome, 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 welcome. How you doing, my man? Doing good. Trying to figure out the NBA. It's it, I, <laughs> it's crazy. It's a soap opera, isn't it? Oh uh, well, yeah. It's it's a uh, it's a soap opera on many levels. Not just with you know off the court stuff, but it's just a soap opera. Even with you know, to me, it, man, we've been talking about this for a long time. That the, the injury thing is a soap opera within itself. You know, because you never know who's going to be there, and you know the impact the injuries are going to have in not just the outcome of the finals, but throughout the entire playoffs. So, and it's kind of affected, it's starting to really, really affect the regular season. But I think we can, you know, the soap opera is accurate, but I think, you know, once you include the injuries, you know, um, it, it's, it's a whole other thing. And I, and I don't know what the NBA can do about that because you add the injuries to the low management situation and, once again, you got a you got a soap opera. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Speaking of injuries, Durant, they're saying this is good news for the Suns. He'll be out at least two weeks. At first, they thought it could be something that could linger into the playoffs. So you have LeBron yeah. working through his injuries. You you then have the Jaw story on. I don't yep. know. I don't know where that's going. How do you think the well? What's the final uh, verdict on that? How does it play out? Is it done? Are they moving on? Yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. I, I you know, it, it's a very unique situation in that how how it culturally affects the team, how it commercially and publicly affects the team from an ownership standpoint, a marketing standpoint. Um, and is this, it is it something that they need to just play out this year and really sit down and deal with it when they don't have to worry about basketball? Um, I'm 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 not part of an ownership group. I I've sat in on some you know not meetings where owners are trying to sell teams. But I've sat in on some high end meetings, executive meetings with NBA teams every now and then. And I'm I'm saying this with that knowledge. In this situation, is that this could be a situation because there's there's no clear cut answer and there's nothing they could do about it right now. It's not binary like that, that they'll have small dialogue with Ja, with the team, try to move beyond it and concentrate on basketball because of the position they're in and try to make sure that this doesn't really infiltrate what they're trying to do on the basketball court. But once the season is over, get all parties involved and make that primary so that they can – Whatever they feel needs to be done is done early so that the beginning of next season, everything is fresh and new, and this is really, really, really behind them. From And I'm talking about everybody in the organization, from the bottom all the way up to the top to including Jaws family, including, uh, you know, Nike, the sneaker company, everybody that is really attached to him as a player, as a celebrity, as, you know, uh, uh Whatever you want to tag him as right now, as a superstar, and I'm maybe even just the NBA. Uh, we're all in here, and we're all going to figure out what is in the best interest of moving forward with this. And let's get on the same page. Let's do what we feel is necessary so that the NBA is not dealing with this coming into next season. The Memphis Grizzlies aren't dealing with this going into next season. Nike's not dealing with it going into next season, and you and I are not talking about it going into next season. 
Yeah, and that's where you're, you're the MBA also involved that you mentioned. And Scoop Jackson, ESPN, Chicago.com, MBA insider, joining us here on the Huge Show across Michigan. Because what move you make uh, connects to everything you just listed, endorsements, the Grizzlies, uh, their market, the rest of the NBA, Nike. Uh, if you give him the 50-game suspension, if he did have that on team property or the team plane, it's an automatic per the CBA, I think, 50-game uh, yeah, well, they said suspension. they there was not enough evidence to track right. that down, so that's why they're not doing anything. So I don't, I don't think they're going to go. See, and that's the problem. I don't, I don't want to cut you off, but it would be bad for them. It would be bad for the NBA or bad for Memphis if they continue to investigate and then find out that there is enough evidence to do this. Because then, from a public relations standpoint and from a public perception standpoint, it's going to look like, oh, you all shortchanged the investigation just so he could play for the end of the season in the playoffs. And that's the last thing you want, because now you're dealing with preferential treatment. You don't want that. No, no, and that's why they bumped it. They bumped it to four games just to make sure they get uh, their ducks in a row, which you're mentioning, correct? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And and that's what they should do. That's what they have to do, you know. And at the end of the day, we we could talk about a four-game suspension. We could talk about a 50-game suspension. You and I both know that this is a bigger issue than games being suspended. Once again, this is a cultural issue that we're dealing with because of the impact that not only Ja has as you know on, on the NBA, on basketball culture itself, but on the organization. If he is the leader of that organization through and through, everybody basically follows him. Like, hey, we they follow him in much the same way I've seen the Golden State Warriors follow Steph Curry. You know, we understand that he's that guy and we're going to attach ourselves to that and ride this and ride with him. And he understands his position in that too. Now, it's not just what he does and how they impact him on this that's at play. Because if you don't get to the bottom of this, then everything's infected. Or I don't want to say infected. Everything follows the lead that you're about to set in how you handle this situation. And as an organization, as a league, as a person, to me, this goes beyond 50 games. This goes into the relationship you have with this individual from the day you drafted him and what you perceive to happen with the longevity of his relationship with this organization. This goes within the lead because if, if Memphis can't figure it out and they decide to trade him, another team's going to inherit this situation, and then the, the, that same organization may have to deal with this issue, so it's going to transcend. You're dealing with the NBA issue because he's one of the faces of the league. And how that is going to, again, transcend just basketball and how he connects to other individuals who support this league. So it goes beyond just 50 games, and it goes into the human being that we all hope and think Ja wants to be. At the end, I've heard so many people talk about, you know, he got out, he got out, you know, this and that. It doesn't matter whether he got out there. It's not the situation of what he got out to because now you're attaching economics to this. You know, it's about the human. Does Ja Moran really want to be the human being that he's being perceived to be? That, you know, if he wants to live that life and be that person, fine, he could do that. But what we don't want, and this one said it goes beyond 50 games, is 30 years from now, this young man sitting here shaking his head about the choices that he made at 21, 22, 23, and 24. And how he 
to a certain degree, didn't give himself the chance to live the life that he had a chance to live. And to me, that goes way beyond 50 games. And if we care about the player, then we have to care about the person. So, uh, Scoop, if you were with the NBA, let's say you were with player relations, and you were a guy that sat in on these meetings, and let's just go that they don't find anything else out outside of the incidents uh, Jaws had leading up to this, right? And the report said, you know, got into beef with people or whatever. Those are those are small potatoes. The gun flashing right. it, uh, that's the big one. What would you do? What What do you think would be fair? Is it more? Is it more of a suspension if you're with Memphis no. ownership? Do you Do you trade them? Not you know flat out no, release them. What do you do? No, and that's what I'm saying. You have to sit down and, and talk to him. To me, you have to talk to him and see where his head's at. First of all, and does he understand how this impacts everything around him? Not just him. Everything around him. Like, Jai, you can live your life, that's fine, but do you understand how your actions impact this organization? Do you understand how your actions impact Nike? Do you understand how this impacts your family, your kids? Do you understand how this impacts the NBA? You know, do, do, you, you, know, do you understand that? And that all comes with conversation because he, I'm, even if he understands it, he may not give a damn. You know what I'm saying? So that's when you start basing your choices. The other thing... I think that to answer your question, I would have to do is find out if he's willing to listen to anything or anybody. Because you don't want to start chastising him because you may lose him because he may not hear that. Because it's hard for somebody to listen to somebody when, what's the old saying, Bill, when you haven't walked in my shoes? When you haven't worn my clothes, why am I listening to you and you don't even know what it is like to get to where I come from, to get to where I am right now? And not that that person's wrong, but it's harder for individuals to hear that person when you haven't lived that life, when there's no connection there. So if I'm sitting in a meeting and trying to decide, you know, what are we doing moving forward that is in the best interest of us, in the best interest of him, in the best interest of this situation, I need to find out if he's open to even listening to anybody and who that person or those persons are. And then we move from there because we don't know. We, we, there are some individuals that, as great as they are, as much as they stand to lose, they've gotten there on their own and they haven't listened to anybody, listened to anybody and they're not about to start now. And I don't know if Jaws one of those individuals, but to me, to ask your question, if I'm sitting in a room, I'm basing everything on that before I make any decision. Because once again, to me, this is bigger than a suspension. This is bigger than this, and this is in, this is even bigger than you trying to use some form of public embarrassment to hopefully make him see what you're trying. This is it's, it's way bigger than that. And I get it, way the, than right? That. The navigation, and then you know, you're Memphis, you're the NBA. Do you just? Not play him the rest of the year and get to an off season, and he gets together on a campaign against guns, and he reaches out to neighborhoods. You know, I mean, there's there's a lot of different ways this could go. Yeah, he has to be willing to understand this. And once again, I'm not playing devil's advocate here. Right, I know. But but it is his life, right? And 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 at the end of the day, right now, we're dealing with the image and possibly 
We're dealing with an image problem. I don't even want to say it's a character problem. Now, he's made bad decisions. He's a young guy, and he's made not smart. I don't want to say bad. He's made not smart decisions. You know, but it's still based, a lot of it is based on imaging. He still could be a good character and a good person. You know, I don't know y'all like that. You know, you have great people that are great characters. They make bad decisions, right? Now, the thing about that is that if you start punishing him for making bad decisions that have basically, it, it, you know, impacted his character, he's like, this. he could really be like, this is my career. You know, okay, so, you know I haven't hurt anybody. If I have broken some rules, fine, fine, fine that, and then, you know, punish me for the rules that I've broken. But at this point right now, there have not been really any rules being broken. I haven't harmed anybody. I've just made bad decisions that are affecting my career. Now, if he starts telling me how to live my life, that's the first way you begin to lose him. So you have to walk lightly on this if you, you know, if you're connected to him in that way. And I'm not saying he will come off like that. I'm saying, and I'm not saying you're singling out him. That's with anybody. Especially when you, when you have been, when things have been working and you benefit, you have benefited from the things that you have done up to this point all by yourself and you really haven't listened to anybody, it's going to be hard to start listening to people now, especially when you haven't, when you haven't in your mind hurt anybody but yourself. It'll be interesting how it plays out. Scoop Jackson, ESPN, Chicago.com, NBA uh, Insider. Good stuff there, uh, Anja. I appreciate uh, the opinion, the commentary, your thoughts on it. I do agree. You know, he's not a victim. He he brought this on himself. That can't be overlooked here. And, you know, is it four games? Do they keep him out? Hey, we're going to do 10 games. We're going to suspend him 15. Give him some some message there that goes to other players. And the NBA may join in, too, to send a message uh, to the rest yeah, of the league, I, I but he didn't shoot anybody. I I I do agree. He didn't. He didn't right, point he didn't it at people. He didn't shoot anybody. He was just right, stupid. Right. Anyway, he's right. That's what he just made a bad. So let me ask you this real quick. Before we do, let me ask you this: What do you do right now in this moment? If Jaws like, I get it. Like with no suspicion, no no. He's like, you know what? I get it. I do a press conference. Uh, he looks sincere, sounds sincere. He then makes a commitment with Nike for gun violence. Uh, in America, they do PA spots or PR spots. Uh, it's it's from the heart. You'll be able to tell in his voice, his actions. Hey, you know, and he go. He has the power then to bring change. That would what be. About the NBA? What about NBA? You said Nike doing a press conference. What about the NBA? Because Grizzlies doing a press conference. What about the NBA? What is the NBA? Well, no, I, I think the what NBA. I mean, again, uh, he didn't shoot anybody. It was just dumb in a nightclub, you know, strip bar, whatever. Is that? Uh, the NBA then partners with Ja, and he does some PSAs about, hey, you know, store your guns in a lockbox, don't be, uh, you know, stupid, whatever it is. And he does right. a campaign with the NBA. He does it with Nike. He does it with the Grizzlies, which Memphis has their crime issues. And that, to me, would be the path forward if he's sincere and he gets it, right? And you know what? Let me correct what I say. He did, because he did actually hit that 17-year-old kid, right? Yeah, I get all these. Sometimes those stories on, you know, the yeah, volleyball yeah, match or the whatever. Right. I, what, what's yeah. true? I don't. You know what? With Twitter and Facebook, I don't know what to believe anymore, Scoob. I, his problem was if he never put that video on Instagram, uh, he 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 never would have missed a game. Never. 
Right, right. My thing is that I don't want to sit out here and say he didn't hurt anybody if he did physically, you know, hurt. Right. Uh, well, those are the things did. that if, if, if there's a pattern here, then that's what, you know, again, what they're looking at. I don't think it's one time you're at a strip bar, you, you show a gun. Yeah. I, I think it was then what he did with the gun movement when he made the three after the alleged pistol whip or whatever the other thing was. And, you know, everything's alleged. But I, I think they're looking at the pattern here, talking with him, yeah. his representation, his people, uh, yeah. the NBA, Nike. They're all trying to say, okay, what can we do together where Ja gets this, understands it, and we move forward. And not only does it not happen again, the job, but could this be a, a, a learning situation for the rest of the young NBA players? I, that's, that's a good point. I think the one person, and I want to pull on it, but I do think there's one person I think that he might, if this person reached out to him, I think he may listen to him. And it sounds crazy, but, and I don't know if they're friends, especially after watching the game last night, you know, because, because of the rivalry between them. But I think Steph Curry might be the perfect person I agree. in the offseason only because they come from two different lives and backgrounds, right? But they both came from situations where they were not supposed to be what they became. Both come from small schools, both overlooked. Both weren't even supposed to get to where they got to in this space. And Steph, if Ja cares about basketball, just basketball, and a basketball career, Steph has everything Ja wants. I agree, so, and, and Steph so could sit like, there hey, at the man. Steph could sit there at the press conference. I know Steph doesn't do Nike, but I'm talking with uh, Ja and, and and talk with him, and even a, a LeBron, someone like that. I agree, where they would say, "Man, do you get it? Look what's ahead in your future. You can't let this define you." And uh, there's a lot there, and I think what you said, and, and it kind of goes back to what you just said to start this conversation, Scoop. That. This is what's being weighed and discussed with all the parties involved right now. I believe that. Right? And that's yeah. why there's no quick movement. There's no clock oh. ticking that you have to get something done by Saturday at 7 p.m. And and I think it, and then and then here's the other side of it which we're not privy to those conversations that if he isn't getting it, if he's saying you guys are coming after me and that's my time and I didn't shoot anybody and I didn't do anything that die, you know, go down the checklist, okay? Now now we pivot and we go in this direction. Do we drop 25 games? Do we drop 30? Uh, well, what if there is now possibly that the gun, and again, we're saying this is all part of an ongoing investigation, that the gun was on team property. Will it be 50? What it, you know, there's a, there, there's, a, there, there's a lot here with lawyers, you know, CBA, uh, his representation, his lawyers. There's a lot that will not warrant a quick decision. I, I got to get to a network TO scoop, man. Thing, that was good stuff. Thing. That was really good All stuff, right, my man. We'll talk soon.